1: Pause is coming and the men have all left town but i'm not giving up until i see that baby crown 39 and single can someone help me out he could be bald and bearded shorter or tall funny smart love basketball gay straight black white tiny eyes with an underbite i just need sperm sperm cast what up y'all remember to give those recaps and then I got all sleepy and I couldn't force myself to do it well now I'm a little bit more awake so that's good and here you go here's a quick one I'm Molly Hockey, 40 actor writer comedian single looking for sperm and what's the update the update is that I'm narrowing down my choices as we speak and I'm gonna figure it all out very soon I banged up my knee last week in a basketball game and the doctor said I'd probably be out for at least four to six weeks and he put me on crutches and ordered an MRI, but I am feeling so much better already. I did do a little bit of walking around without my brace on Saturday and I probably shouldn't have done that. My knee is a little more sore, (laughs) but I think I'm going to be back in the game in a couple weeks. I cried a couple times last week, it was super fun. One of those times, I was driving along, talking to my mom on the phone. She was on speakerphone, of course, and I saw a dog, a little Cocker Spaniel that looked just like Benny, and I burst into tears. It was a good cry, it was a really good cry. Then I cried another time when I was texting with my old boyfriend about my taxes. He's a CPA and he does my taxes for me for free because he lived with me for free when he was studying to be a CPA. Anyway, I wasn't crying about taxes, even though my taxes are very scary and they're due in a week because I filed for an extension and I I haven't done any tax prep yet. But no, 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 no. I was actually crying about the prospect of him stopping by because the idea of seeing him in this house would remind me of Benny. So crying and then I cried again when I went to this new psychiatrist and I told him all about my crying I don't know what's going on but at least I know that I'm not made of stone anymore I'm also a little bit more anxious than I have been for the last two months but that might be just because I'm trying to pick my donor finally and everything's becoming a little bit more real or maybe it's because I've been drinking a lot of coffee to keep myself awake or to make those headaches go away. Or maybe it's because I know I've got to get on a plane in December to go visit my family at Christmas time and I'm a little scared of that. Or maybe it's because Christmas is hectic at my house and I'll be surrounded by raucous brothers and their wives and my nephews and nieces and I'll be really loud and I'm used to living alone and being like having quiet all day long. And oh <sighs> gosh, but it'll be chill. It'll be chill, yo, I'll keep it cool. Anywho, let's get on to this podcast interview. Her name's Sabrina Jalise. Actually, her name is Sabrina Jalise. That's right, Sabrina Jalise. She's a Canadian comic and she's starring in a Netflix special right now. It's called The Comedy Lineup. She's episode six. It's a 15-minute set, and it's super duper funny she's also a writer on search party you remember search party because remember charles rogers the creator and jordan firstman the writer from episode two they they're search party anyway that's how i met sabrina and then i heard her story from a bunch of other people oh her story yeah that's why we're here she's on the podcast because she's an amazing story about how her wonderful little son wolfie came into this world Hi. Okay, so how should we
2: start today? Just dive in, introduce okay. your guest. Or do you want me to ask you how you are?
1: Sorry to interrupt so early, but listen to Amanda's voice. She's so annoyed with me. Just
2: dive in, introduce hey. your guest. Or do you want me to ask you how you are?
1: Just dive right in, introduce your guest, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Here, listen again.
2: Just dive in, introduce hey. your guest. Or do you want me to ask you how you are? Oh, that's funny to me. Okay, I'll let it go now. Just dive in, introduce hey. your guest. Or do you want me to ask you how you are? No, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can. No, 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 I already heard. She's okay. She's good. <laughs> I'm fine. Tell the audience about my knee. Okay, so Molly is um she's nursing an injury, so <laughs> she's here with um a knee brace on because during the basketball game on Tuesday, our pistol shrimps game, she was tackled by a couple of aggressive women. Actually, it was probably put people on our team. <laughs>
1: Was it? I don't know I don't remember who it was just people were fighting over the ball and they fell backwards onto me horrible and so
2: you had to go what to the ER
1: no I didn't I I um put ice on it but the next day I went to an osteo what's it called orthopedic center Uh at Cedars and took some x-rays and it was really swollen and not working the next day but then you already know this and I feel weird talking about it to you (laughs) do I am I allowed to hop in
3: yeah is it too soon (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with perfect knees. <laughs> Who are you? Just a perfect knee baby. <gasps> Actually, I don't want to have that personality for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. I, my knees have had problems just like yours. Really? Yeah. What have you had? Well, just knees are, a, we use them so much and sometimes <laughs> they feel jiggly and wiggly and wriggly. Yeah. It yeah. seems like your knee, based on the amount of bandages you have on it, is all of those things yeah but it's yeah. good that it's feeling i better. think it's
1: gonna be okay though i have to have an mri on tuesday yeah um but i think i think it's gonna be fine i'm supposed I've told to be you this before but i think it's gonna be better i think so too yeah i think yeah, it's yeah. gonna settle into the itself doctor said in a way four that... to six weeks conservative like estimate of but i think one week maybe tops <laughs> <laughs> fuck the doctors <laughs> Fuck what the doctors say but no who are you
3: Uh, My name is Sabrina. I'm just a regular lady, but with superpowers. I'm a witch. Um, (laughs) I'm a girl, but I'm pretty fluid in gender. I'm butcher than femme. cuter than not <laughs> a total charmer on the streets and a weapon in the sheets <laughs> oh is this a prepared big... this is not prepared this but is... i'm like totally wowing myself right yeah, now Yeah,
1: honestly this could be how you always introduce uh, yourself a weapon
3: in the sheets is that sexy mm. i like a weapon in the sheets a weapon in the sheets <laughs> torpedo what, what a threat <laughs> <laughs> um no I'm just a Your last name? I'm just a Jalise. I'm just a Jalise. <laughs> I'm
1: just a Jalise in you the know, sheets You know
3: I was googling my last name yesterday which is probably something we all do just like you're Googl- bored. I google myself. I've never done googling, just my last name. Googling I did just my last name. I highly recommend it. New discovery online. It's oh. n- like there's an app called Jalise that translates Arabic or something it's an Arabic something translator. Oh, wow. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, my whole life I've lived with no you're other Jalees. Pakistani? Pakistani and my... Half? Half Pakistani, what? half Swiss. Oh, cool. Good pronunciation on Pakistani. Thanks. It's the that really... I did that? Yeah, you did it good. Pakistani? You like rolled over the T in a good way, I think. I didn't mean to. I think if we played it I back. Was, <laughs> well, I'll play it back later. Yeah, play it back later and see. You're Pakistani?
1: Yeah, hmm. You're Pakistani? Sounds like Pakistani. Let's hear it slower. You're Pakistani. You're Pakistani. You're Pakistani. You're Pakistani. So Sabrina Jalise.
3: Ah, uh, Molly, Molly, Molly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hockley? Close. Hockey. Hockey. Yeah. Okay. You now, you didn't pronounce it too wrong. No. Because some people say hawk, but it's hawk. Hockey. That's better than hawk. There's a little mm, yeah. there's a tiny little yeah. Amanda say Hockey. No. Hockey.
2: Yes. Hockey. There you go.
3: Amanda, what's your last name?
2: Lund. I actually just Googled it. And you know, fun fact about the word Lund, in um, Hindi, it means penis.
3: (laughs) Oh my God.
2: (laughs) I'm serious. You never knew this? I I had been told. Oh my God.
3: (laughs) That's so fun. The Bollywood episode. (laughs) So does
1: Jalees mean something in Arabic? It
3: also means penis. (laughs) It means a little bit bigger penis, but it's not about size. I'm <laughs> so rude. Last name. <laughs> if my last name meant just a little bit of a bigger penis than your last name in Hindi. <laughs> um, uh, Jalees is the last name of a poet that my grandfather liked. And in Pakistan, when you have a baby, you can just willy nilly give them any last name, which actually you can do here. But um, oh. my, I think, I guess it's like more common. So my father is the eldest of eight and he has a different last name. We have a different last name than the rest of the family. Wow. The rest of the fa- family is Alam. Oh. And we are the Jalises.
1: Wow. You win. So it's
3: natural that we'd be the only half-white ones. <laughs> the only ones to be gay. <laughs> Your whole family's <laughs> gay? No, my whole... I'm saying um, I the Jalises are the queer ones of the family.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. You have siblings? But I don't even...
3: Uh, yeah. I have an older brother who's not gay, but I'm <laughs> lumping him into this queer bit that I'm doing, I guess. <laughs> this tangent that I'm on that I'm too far on the diving board to not just jump off and be like, we're the gay family. But I'm just the gay one Can you Google hockey? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a thing I think it's probably like someone misspelling hockey No, it's not This is a fun exercise for all your listeners God, we're giving today We are really giving We are (laughs) giving to them This
2: is great Oh no Okay, it comes from the old English personal name Hafok, Which means (laughs) Hawk (laughs) Lastly, the surname Hockey may be a local surname Given to someone who lived in a nook or corner Ooh (laughs) Is this accurate? I love nooks and corners. I know. I love
3: little places where I can just curl up and hide. Um, For the listeners who can't see, Molly's currently facing a corner. (laughs) I haven't seen her eyes since I got here. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Just wrapped in a blanket with a hawk on her shoulder. Hawk. 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 Um, Are you truly looking to make a baby? Yeah. Okay. I have all the answers. Okay. okay okay. I'm sorry I'm sorry to jump I'm a weapon in the sheets (laughs) I know look I just this uh, is why I have guests to keep me in line (laughs) no I know like I'm happy to do so many last name foreplays but I also just want to make sure (laughs) I just want to check to see if you were real about this because if you are real about this I have a whole starter kit of uh information for you oh my gosh I'm so excited okay so is there anything
1: else about you that I oh, don't know? Oh, just like- that I
3: have a new baby that I really love. His name is Wolfie. My wife made him in her belly. We <laughs> made him in the bigger scale in a story that I'm sure we'll we're get into. are about to hear. Um, now you want to tell the audience why we're here? Yeah, I want to tell the audience why we're here. I think well, we're here so that I can impart some of the uh, things that I learned in making Wolfie yeah. to you. Yes. And it's been in the process of making this baby It's been, like, so amazing and empowering and enlightening that, like, especially paired with the sort of backdrop of this handmaid's tale that we're living in, that we Mm. actually are – we can do it. We can do it all. We can Mm. do it. Do you want to have a baby? You can do it. You have to be flexible. I think that, like, we've all been sold a bill of lies of, like – this is the inch you know this is the sort of way it happens right. with everything in our life including as women the way you should have a baby but if you're right. flexible about the way you uh you if you if you just say the goal is baby and i'm going to open a bunch of doors and see what's behind them and uh, until you find your baby which is your destiny baby then uh you we can have it all yeah I like that. Yeah, I I did not anticipate running for mayor of Babytown, (laughs) but here I am with a syringe in my hand. Who's your speechwriter? Hillary Clinton. It's strange. She's sort of going behind the scenes and going in more sort of fringe territories and mayorships of different towns, including Babytown is one of them. So my wife, Shauna, and I, I uh, have been together for almost 10 years. Can you tell us? Are you guys uh,
1: okay talking about your ages? Do totally.
3: You wanna- My wife is 38 years old. Mm-hmm. She loves tarot cards, crystals, tattoos. Nice. I found her in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm just a little biracial, fun gal. <laughs> Born in Toronto, Canada. I'm 33 years old <laughs> and I'm driven. <laughs> My flaws include I'm a bit of a know it all. Oh. <laughs> um so we so we eight years ago my wife had a dream and woke up and was like our son's name is Wolfie okay and I was like okay cool like you make all the aesthetic decisions and, and that seems like in your realm cut to about two years ago we start actually thinking about uh, where will our baby come from? What's the deal? Yeah. We keep having sex and not being pregnant. <laughs> Why isn't um, it working? We've got to try harder. <laughs> With love this time. So we... When did you get married? Got married like five and a half years ago. Oh. Yeah. And um, we were in Palm Springs a couple of years ago while we were sort of thinking about this baby sitch and, and brainstorming. And uh our friends happen to be in town and they give us this plate as a joke it's christmas time and we give each other like goodwill presents mm-hmm. you know and this like plate they got at goodwill that has a, the face of a wolf on it and then the word mom in the corner clearly like someone had drawn this for their mom and and the mom rudely gave it to goodwill <laughs> what a bitch <laughs> And we so we have this plate, and it was like it was so it was like oh my god, it's well it's like a sign, Wolfie, you know, where he's in our mind and he's in this plate, and he's in the he's in this plate. (laughs) (laughs) If the end of the story is like, and we pull the baby out of the plate, and
1: that's the non-traditional way to get a baby, and that's
3: the way you got to do it. (laughs) Um, so. So then cut to a year after that, which is about, you know, a year from this Christmas. We're in uh, Mexico. We're in Sayulita. And Shauna has crazy uh, food poisoning, shitting, puking, everything. Blah, everything's coming out. So I'm like this. I will go get you a Gatorade and then have a day to myself mm-hmm. and come back and check on you. Mm-hmm. I'm a good wife. <laughs> but also. Yeah. So. um, So I take a surf lesson. And my instructor is uh, his name is Ricky and he's this gorgeous like man that I would cast as myself in the movie of me as a young man. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like he's just beautiful and his eyes are like deep. And there's this feeling that I have around him similar to when I met my wife, which is just like this is important. This is an important person um and when someone teaches you how to surf i thought it was like we would be like blue crush sisters like in the water <laughs> like both sh- sharing a wave <laughs> but what it actually is is a lot of like just staring into someone's eyes uh, waiting for the right wave and so I'm just like looking at him and for the first time Shauna and I had been to adoption seminars and started to talk to people about mm-hmm. closed down anyway like baby thoughts are in the air and I'm on this surfboard and we're in the water and I'm looking at him and we end up drinking some mezcal after <laughs> and um he his dad is a police chief and his mom is a chemist and she's got her PhD in Texas that's why he knows English so well and he's just this beautiful soul so What do you do when you have like kind of internally decided that you found your donor, but your wife is shitting and puking and has Mm -hmm. no idea that uh, this is even a plot line in your life? We take a a massage the next day. We have a massage Mm -hmm. on the beach and we're uh, leaving the massage. She has one of these masseuses that like gets really in and is like, he's clearly the better one. I have a lady that's like. (laughs) <laughs> is this a thing like just not good so i have time to just like think about how to broach this with shauna and then my wife after the massage sh- opens up a perfect segue because she's like i feel pregnant after that massage and i said well funny you should mention that s- area <laughs> i was thinking you should meet my instructor from yesterday because maybe he is our donor and she was like you're crazy <laughs> this is my body you're talking about anyways we start we were walking on the beach and we walk past Ricky's stand surf stand and he's there I introduced Shauna to him and they just like it's a really quick like hey how's it going what are you doing later Cool, cool cool maybe we'll have another lesson and then we walk away and Shauna goes you can ask him <gasps> and it's like And she's very, she's very intuitive, you know, like, and she knows what she wants. And she's very specific. She's a wardrobe stylist. And she's like, you know, does like interior design. And anyways, she says that. But then from there, it's still, it's not, you know, it's just this like dream of a weird sort of plan. And like, how do you ask someone that you haven't really met? And what are the chances that this like young dude is like down for that? Anyways, we, we have one more day left. And we have this. Uh, deep sea fishing trip booked and so the next day um, we're heading to the boat and the guy is like actually you know the water is too rocky we can't go out there Um, and as we're walking back Ricky is walking like just like passing us to go teach someone how to surf and I go hey can I take another lesson and he's like sure right after I'm done with her and so I end up asking him in the water <laughs> Shauna's so like reading magazines romantic. on the shore and I, and it's and it's a lot like surfing where you're like what waiting was for the doing right on the shore? she was reading magazines uh-huh. on the shore and I was in the water just waiting for the right wave you know oh of life God. to like open up because it's so with these things and I felt this way when I met Shauna like you see I saw her dancing and you feel this thing that you know this could be really special and important and you feel this importance but you it's like you know you only got one shot it's like the m mom spaghetti song it's yeah. like you don't want to come off like a weirdo which uh anyways yeah. you feel that the stakes are high and i finally said all right uh ricky i've never asked anyone this before and you don't have to feel any pressure it might be a strange question but i was wondering uh, my wife and i would like to have a baby would you be interested in helping us? And he looked at us, at me, uh, all of us, in me. <laughs> and he was like, uh, "That sounds interesting." <laughs> He's like, "You guys are a beautiful couple," and I don't know what that means or how to do that, but uh, that sounds interesting. And so I like the next time a wave came, I like s- rode it to the shore. I ran up to Sean and I was like, Is that- um and so ecstatic as he's getting out of the water for the first time i realize on his back is a tattoo of a wolf stop it that is the <sighs> exact crop and style of a wolf that was on that plate
2: whoa so
3: i'm like running into every bodega and sayulita trying to find like some sort of uh, equipment to put jizz into to put into my way i'm like you know i just am like racing around emptying tampons a- taking the applicator getting dish gloves cutting the thumb off duct taping that and just like and i present these to later uh ricky comes over and shauna shauna and ricky are looking at these contraptions being like what do you think how much jizz do you think is coming out of it? Like, I literally, I had no idea. Uh, It's not my expertise. (laughs) I thought that I'd be, like, just piping icing into her, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And furthermore, Shauna had just gotten her period, so she was not ovulating. So this, that was, the story doesn't end with, like, and we did it. The story was just, like, that night. We had a really nice night together. We looked at the ocean and sort of, like, Thought about Wolfie and talked about coming back. And the next day, he drove us to the airport and we kept in contact and we started calculating Shauna's ovulations um, and went back. For a chunk of time that we predicted would fall on her ovulation. We had an amazing vacation with him. Four months later, we he took us to these, like, awesome hidden away places in Mexico. We got him tested and got some papers signed, which I can send to you. It's my friend, Boyan. I did it th- mm. uh, had a donor, and um, she sent me these papers. So then, finally, Shauna, you know, peed on the stick, and it was the day she was ovulating. And he... Jerked off into a sterile cup and then went down to the <laughs> street. He to the went streets. down on her. He went down on me uh, <laughs> just to give me the confidence. <laughs> no, Shauna had this like um at our Airbnb, she had this like shrine that she was like, you know, had like house of intuition candles and like, thi- you know, she, it was very like comfortable and romantic. And so he left. I put uh, his sperm into a syringe, like a needle without the needle. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, had sex mm-hmm. and she had an orgasm and made it. You know that's like a good part of. I, I think that that's. They like, say yeah. They it say it it's good. It makes it nice and wet, which is where sperm is resilient in warm, wet places. Put I put the sperm inside. She came again for good luck because <laughs> I'm a weapon in the shit.
0: <laughs>
3: um, and then Ricky came back and Shauna raised her hips and we all watched Moana and that's the story of my <laughs> son Wolfie uh coming into this world
2: (laughs) wow and it just took that one time and she got
3: it was yeah yeah
2: oh my god so meant to be Uh, and and we inseminated
3: more after that but based on when he was born and when he was implanted it was that first uh time you mean
2: you went back to mexico no we
3: were there we we were like we were there a couple more Mm days days yeah we we um just you know put as much as we could in
2: <laughs> how long do you have after the um the sperm leaves the man's body before like how can it i stay believe that it will for...
3: survive for an hour in like open air as long as it's warm but it can survive for i think up to five hours and i might not have the number right but it is a long time in a warm and wet place wow the sperm oh, in, the, c- in the
1: in the woman it's five days
3: in a woman it's five days yeah so,
1: so you can be ovulating but you can get pregnant if you had sex 5 days before you were ovulating. Wow.
2: Wow, that is a beautiful story. Molly, why don't you do that? <laughs>
1: yeah, that sounds really easy. What kind of animal should my child be? Uh, fox? I like mountain goats. Mountain goat?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Goaty. 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 Goaty hockey. That's cute. Goaty. With a D? Goaty. Goaty.
2: No, I like Mountain. Mountain hockey?
3: Mountain hockey is really cute. Real <laughs> Portland vibes.
1: Mountain. I'll call him Mounty. Mounty. Mounty's cute. That is cute. Oh my gosh, how do I make that happen? I think
3: that you are doing the right thing. You're asking questions of people, you're looking around for donors, and I think that it's just about like being flexible. You know, as we now obviously are addicted to this process and want another child. Um, I think we We keep reminding each other Of like not getting set on one way That that would happen right. And just sort of staying flexible And knowing that the goal is Doesn't always is, have to be
1: a surf instructor
3: Doesn't always have to be a surf instructor I mean like if that worked out again it, He's now in a relationship They're coming to visit in November Amazing. Um, he met his girlfriend um, Who's from Germany Also in the water I mean like <laughs> you should really actually be a surf instructor <laughs> <laughs> that would just be like a revolving door mm-hmm. of uh interviews but for men only <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i only I you only, only
3: teach men. yeah <laughs> but you keep your knee brace on yeah. it's all very complicated i don't have to know how to serve do i <laughs> no you don't you just have to hold the board and uh, pretend you know <laughs> um but so, do
1: you you think about using him again, or because the, he has yeah, a girlfriend totally. Now, is I mean, that was like such
3: a nice. um, but it, I think it's just about like what works. Mm-hmm. They're coming to visit, and if that seems like something that feels good for them to do, then great. If not, we're super open to I think probably we, we would uh, return to the adoption route. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: you don't want to carry a baby? I don't necessarily not point. want
3: to, but You're a I don't. I'm a youngin. You don't have to think about um, it. Either. Yeah, fast. It's like incredible to me that the recipe works, you know. Mm-hmm. And not to say that it works all the time, because then maybe uh, you go down a different path. But this was. It was like. I mean, he's having this baby. Is just. I love him so much.
2: How old is he now?
3: He is 8 months. Um, if you want to see pictures of my baby, you can go to my Instagram, <laughs> Sabrina Jalice. I thought it was a good moment to plug my Instagram.
1: That's Sabrina Jalice, J A L E E S. You can follow Molly Hockey and Spermcast at Molly Hockey and Spermcast. And you can follow Amanda Little Penis at Amanda Funbuns. I've never had any of those amazing moments where you
3: see the person and you know you see this plate yeah you (laughs) see special
1: plate moment that everybody has I think
3: you probably have but you if you put um I'm also I'm like a more skeptical raised by immigrants style person my wife is a little more mystical
1: yeah
3: um she's a little hyper mystical and I'm like gateway because of her Uh becoming mystical Uh you know or just I think also as, as a comic or a writer we are always looking at looking for the bullshit and things you right. know yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. having a take on things and i think it does require being a little bit woo woo you know like but being I, a little bit but like
1: think that i am right i don't know i, I don't know think, you that well i know you don't know but me. you were saying
3: that you don't find you haven't seen the signs but i bet the signs are there it's just uh maybe
1: i just push them away but i just like i've always wanted that I've I've tried to stay open. I I see I don't know. Well, this
3: podcast like, having this podcast is an indicator that you are very open. That's and like true. and like <laughs> I bet you're on the exact path that you're supposed to be on yeah. because it's, you really do want to get pregnant and have a baby. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is a perfect way into that yeah and i think your stories i mean this podcast will be part of your story in the way that the plate was for me Mm.
2: you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
3: that being said i urge everyone to buy plates from goodwill
2: (laughs) (laughs) you can go rifle around in Um, my uh cupboards
3: (laughs) this is a sponsored podcast (laughs) and goodwill plates specifically section (laughs) has sponsored it To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: (laughs) So how long from when you, your wife and you, decided you wanted to have a baby till you were pregnant? I think
3: we always knew that we wanted to have a baby. Okay. But in terms of trying, it was just a matter of meeting Ricky, and then four months later going and inseminating
2: you have contracts you said with Ricky and stuff yes. like yeah and is it important to him that he's a part of the kid's life or is it just yeah kind of-
3: there was a there's like a, p- a part of the contract that is basically like you don't have any rights to see the baby and he was sort of like wait what like I would like to which for us we were always hoping that that would be the case because I think it would be really nice for Wolfie Whenever you have a baby in like these different ways, whether you're gay parents or divorced or never knew your dad or whatever, I think that the the stigma around it comes from the secrecy, mm-hmm. and and this no part of the way that we had our baby is I feel secretive about. It's this amazing sort of journey that brought us to our baby, and actually. Uh, Ricky's mom is coming uh, oh my from Mexico, too, to come visit in November for part of the time. <laughs> wow. And it's just like, you know, so many people that love Wolfie led to this manifestation of this person now that is yeah. Wolfie. And so we so we signed those contracts. But that I explained to him that that was in a way to protect us from being in a situation where, you know, the, the intention here is that this is our child and that, of course, it's also a child of the world and the child and you helped to manifest it. But that this is our, you know, this is our family. Yes. Um. And, and Ricky is a part of that. You know, he is like this amazing angel in our in our world, in our life. And we feel very much like he is a part of our family. But in terms of the intention here was to create a family for us. Mm-hmm. That Shauna would have this baby and that we would raise this baby, Aww. so that that is to protect that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is we are, you know, a lot of people ask about like the money of it and like how much did you give him, and it's for us. It's just like we definitely did give him money, and we def we we intend our intention is for me wh- when we do well to splash some of that to him, and uh, and that's something that we can do. You know, and he's given us the world.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so nice.
3: Yeah. Okay. But it was never the I mean, I think a beautiful part of this was that it was never like, I'll give you this and you'll give me that. You know, it was never it was always just this sort of like we knew we meant something to each other and we and we just like went on this wild uh escapade of making a babe. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I had um a young girl emailed me who's a lesbian and asked asked if I could have some guests on that were lesbians with a kid, and I I don't remember any of
3: her questions. <laughs> well, shout out to that girl. <laughs> she helped. She was my plate. She was help what got me here in a way. Yeah. It implanted mm-hmm. in your brain mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. idea, I got to get a lesbie. Why don't I, don't I have any lesbos on? I got to get a lesbadoodle on this mic. <laughs> 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 but it's it what it's this thing of when you are uh, gay, you immediately I think it's actually such a positive part about being gay is that you immediately um, know that things aren't gonna go this normal way. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I have this like you know, this feeling like I want to make a decision on my dude in November, but okay. I don't know if I have the dude yet and I, I know I'm just putting this random pressure on myself but i'm 40 yeah and uh and just like i want to get on with it because i've been going over and over and over this in my head uh-huh. so i'm just
3: what w- are your specifics love to have
1: like a a nice <laughs> epiphany moment
3: um can somebody have you come up? close to
1: i have some like great guys i'm just a little bit worried about family history some in some of them so okay. i
2: that would be curious to um ask sabrina about oh, yeah. that what Family history and any sort of medical ba- like background of family yeah, illness. Did you look into that?
3: Yes. Um. He actually, Ricky has had seizures before, mm. so that was a tough thing. But for us, we just like it. There was never really any sort of consideration of that stuff because I feel like when you have, it's like when you have a partner. It's like it's not really like if your partner has a history of right cancer in the family, then you'll get a donor and not use their sperm. I think it obviously it's wise when you have just like a buffet of choices right but or when you're when you don't have a partner or when you yeah when you don't have a partner to pay attention to those things of course but at the same time um i mean my family has histories of certain things and shauna's family has histories of certain things and i think we're just uh but ricky
1: was i mean it was kismet i mean it was he was so connected to you guys
3: yeah. And I, think and I don't
1: that, feel like I have had that like moment of like, this is the person.
3: Yeah. There's know, a
1: lot of great people. Where I'm like, yeah, that could be the yeah, that could be the person. Yeah, that could be the person.
3: I think that probably uh, interviewing people or like talking to people in the place that you live might add another layer of something you know uh-huh yeah yeah like it has. there was really something good point. about it meeting has. ricky where we met him and that he has this whole separate life yeah that like the intention of what we were trying to manifest just it seemed to lend itself well and i don't mean that in in like and we don't have to talk to him because we facetime him and love and we love the way things have landed yeah but we also love that you know we have this family that i think maybe if it was a donor in LA we would probably also maybe go back and forth about things in a way mm-hmm. that um and a lot of
1: my donors or my potential donors yeah. <laughs> um that is a concern of theirs too to have me in the next neighborhood like yeah. shit Molly's got my kid over there what's she doing with him or uh, I feel guilty I should go see the kid or something yeah yeah and I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely a concern but well initially but so I can't just go like fly to a random country and look for that person or fly I to Colorado you...
3: I guess you could.
2: Mexico's just a drive away. I was there last weekend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I it think, I mean, if you decided, if if, if the <laughs> conclusion, if like in this conversation, we can agree that it is actually um, kind of nice to be, to have some distance um, when making that decision, then maybe you could, you know, maybe that.
1: I mean, for me, I don't, I don't mind too much. Where the person is, I guess it's a lot a little easier if, if they're further away, but yeah. But I think for the guys that I'm interviewing, it's it would be easier for them if I wasn't in the next
2: neighborhood, yeah. But yeah, what it's were you? interesting. I, I, yeah, that's interesting. I'm curious, like, how many um, well, I won't ask you like who exactly are your top donor choices, but how many do you think are realistic for you of the guys that you've interviewed um well you
1: guys I've narrowed it down to three people I'm not going to tell you who they are yet because there are a few things that have to happen first one I need to have conversations with each of these people to see if they'd actually really 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 be willing to do this I have to do STD tests, genetic testing, and, you know, I do have a couple more dudes lined up for interviews right now. So, I have to keep my options a little bit open. Then in November, I'll tell you who I've narrowed it down to. Or maybe I'll just tell you the one. But here's another secret. I've already had conversations with two of these guys. And I'm going to post one of those conversations on my Patreon on Wednesday, exclusively for my Patreon subscribers who pledge at the $2 level or higher. Yeah, that's right. Y'all are going to know my top three people before anybody else that listens to this podcast. Because next week, I'm going to post that second conversation I had. And then the week after that, I'm going to post that third conversation I had. Very, very sneaky and manipulative stuff I'm doing here. But fun too, right? To sign up for my Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. The
2: thing is, like, not ever, all of those people were tens, because some of them were, like, sixes and sevens, so... Right. It's just, like, if you're going to inseminate yourself in November, we really got to start reaching out to more guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but who? I don't know. Well, now I feel bad for being here.
3: <laughs> uh- <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do have a couple pockets full of jizz I <laughs> should have said earlier
2: And you have the sperm on ice that your mom Yeah, but that one's anonymous
3: Your mom has sperm on ice?
2: <laughs> Her mom uh, Typical we had a... mom
1: I told Sabrina all about the vial of sperm But as you all know, or maybe you don't remember That vial of sperm is from an anonymous donor And I'm one, I want my children to be able to contact their father At least by the age of 18 and this guy does not allow for that and also y'all know I'm very, you know, hyper conscious about whether or not the donor has mental illness or alcoholism and addiction in their family and you can't really tell that stuff super well from a sperm bank.
3: Well, it seems like you've done like so much good work and that you do have sort of options out there but that mm-hmm. you haven't necessarily found the thing that clicks. But the fact that you've found options is like awesome. Yeah. It I seems like, like if you like... keep going down that path, it's it's a, only a matter of time before something just clicks or yeah. ma- and makes sense. And mm-hmm. that does, that could even mean one of the options here becomes clearer.
1: And it has, it has become more clear since talking to Sabrina and Amanda and a couple other friends this weekend. I, I have some clarity. Well, can I also, honestly, one of the worries that I have is that like, um, about a couple of the dudes is that I worry that even though they're gorgeous,
3: their faces with my face would be awful. There's no way. It's just there's no way. Like what you it's it's the same response that you had about like, well, all babies are cute. It's like it really is just like there is no ideal face when you look at the face of your baby. And it's just like it. your baby is going to be rad because you're the kind of person that has this podcast and lives this life and is friends with the cool friends that I know that you yeah. must, you know, it's just like that's what's going to make your baby. I think like a big part of why our baby is the best <laughs> is because our baby is around all these diverse, different, energized souls and people. Mm-hmm. And and it's made him just this gorgeous soul it's like you know what people say about like that dogs are like a reflection of the owner it's like it's like that with babies too (laughs) but you know it it really is like the nature and the nurture of it i i really feel like the nurture is so so much and i i just started going to a therapist shortly after he actually no just a few months ago but after he was born i was like i really want to because having a baby really reminds you of and like preparing for it is as best you can it reminds you of how how much nurture and nature but like really the the habits that your parents have whether you like them or not and when they visit you're like that's crazy how much it's just intrinsic in you to repeat um so that's that Mm -hmm. that was my intention with like and also i keep telling people to go to therapists and i secretly (laughs) never been to one (laughs) i was like you need therapy babe (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah it's been really awesome and helpful to like actually clock why I do the things I do and just kind of take stock of all of that and it is just a reminder of how how much of an effect parenting has and the way you raise your child and so your child like forget about the face part the face part is like (laughs) obviously it's not like I have so many different friends that look so many different ways and they're, you know, the best the <laughs> hottest of them are the ones that are just like most comfortable with who they are. Oh, I think. That's
2: so cool. You uh, know, like lean yeah. into who
3: they are. I also
2: think Molly, you're so beautiful and your whole family yeah. is so beautiful. Those hockey jeans are strong. <laughs> so whoever you pick as the donor, I feel like it's gonna be the more um like your genes are going to be stronger, the more dominant. You think? I do, yes. Well, that's fun. So I think that,
1: well, I mean, no, but that doesn't I mean, I like wait, how that touched
3: doesn't... you are and what that, just like it's such a human thing of like, you think I have the most dominant gene that <laughs> would last
1: forever? But that's silly, though, because these other guys are gorgeous too. I just feel like there's some of their features accentuate my features of myself that I'm not a fan of. That's all. Just my deep set eyes and my, you know, jaw. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you need someone with bulging eyes yeah. and no chin. Bulging <laughs> eyes, bulging bulging eyes. And, no- eyes and, and no lower <laughs> chin. jaw.
1: No lower jaw. That's who you. Are you, you out to- there?
2: But I feel like there's something too about who you are attracted to, even though obviously like none of these guys you would date probably just because you're friends with them. Well, well or no, like I wouldn't some of guys. But anyway, I feel like there's something in- intuitive there about who you are a little, you know, attracted to mm-hmm. or drawn to.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to say about that without coming across as a, uh, being attracted to them.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like, oh, I want to get in their pants, but in a way of like, I'm drawn to this person's face, you know? Yeah. And yeah, smell. Yeah. Oh, smell. You right. did smell people when you... I did. did. You smell? I don't
1: remember who I smelled. Zach. Matt. I smelled Matt. You did? Oh, I did and smell Zach. Zach. Yeah
2: and cereals we talked about favorite cereals I mean are
3: you is it going to end with like a bachelor style or whatever like showdown of like well, Get all the men Well I was thinking about here. in
1: November having like a live taping of uh, this with announced great. three finalists, yes. Three finalists and then we interview them I am going to try and do a live taping in November and I hope y'all can come but I probably won't do a thing with three finalists cuz I don't want it to be like The Bachelor. I don't know if that's respectful of these men who might be giving me the gift of life. Um but I don't know. We'll see. Whatever it is, it'll be fun, if it happens. I hope it
3: happens. Through this podcast, can you can people on this podcast reach out to others, and can we try to get a rush of offers so that this is you know if November is a target? I have like four
1: emails from
3: strangers, and I'm you haven't gotten haven't, back to them. I haven't. Okay, so let's come on. Can Molly. I just uh, take a little bit of control here? Yeah, please. Can the assignment from my visit to this podcast be? That you reach out to those people. Okay,
1: so Sabrina gave me this assignment on Friday and I completely forgot about it. And now it's Monday night and I'm editing the podcast. Okay, so I promise I will email everybody back after I finish editing this episode. And maybe next week we'll have a new, you know, fresh batch of sperm to sift through. Also, there are a few emails from non-potential sperm donors, and I'm so sorry if I haven't gotten back to you yet. You are on my list, baby. I promise I'm going to get back to you. Thank you so much for emailing me. Promise.
3: Sure. But this is also a shot for anyone who's listening to this podcast that feels connected Mm -hmm. and like they want to be a part of the Goodwill play drive. to reach out now on the podcast where do they send the emails to spermcast
1: Just at gmail.com spermcast
3: at gmail.com if you or someone you know is interested in um colliding with desti- the destiny of <laughs> molly's mo- of molly's mountain baby <laughs>
2: mountain, goat. mountain go goat. baby mountain. go hockey
3: and then so then <laughs> this seems like the time that you do what you were saying is like lund is right the peen's correct.
2: <laughs> you got
3: you to gotta get some uh, sperm holders here.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: And even people like friends of friends, not, not not even necessarily people who listen to the podcast, but mm-hmm. anyone, you know, any surf instructors that you guys know. Yeah. But, yeah.
3: you know, be reasonable. Don't throw us your... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The rule should be, would Look, you want the person's sperm? Yes. In your too. friend? Okay. Then come <laughs> right in. Bring them over here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. Can I ask you something else? Yeah. Would you, how was how was labor?
3: Oh, my God. Labor. What a crazy thing. It's so much. It's so wild. We had a doula. Shauna uh, mm-hmm. dilated to 10 centimeters, did all that work, like, at the house. And then we got to the hospital, and the nurses were like, well, roll out the red carpet. This baby is coming out. You are fully dilated. And the doctor came in and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa no, this baby is wearing your cervix like a hoodie. It's not... She didn't say it that way, but that's what she was describing. <laughs> Yo, what's up? She rolls in with a skateboard. <laughs> Wiggity-whack. <Wickedy> <laughs> um, Your cervix is not complete. Um, And then over the course of trying to get her cervix complete, it was so painful for her. They were like, your body is sort of like freaking out. You're going to push him. Th- you're going to tear your cervix. Oh. We need to give you an epidural. So she gets the epidural. Uh. We wait. We wait for the baby to slide down. In that process, after she gets the epidural, his heart rate drops. And at that point, I'm just like, someone cut her open. Someone cut this lady open. Please get the baby out. Everybody's safe. I was like, so we were watching documentaries about C-sections and it was like, oh my God, this system is cutting women open unnecessarily. This is crazy. And it's true. I'm sure... They get more money and it's faster to have a C-section. But it wasn't until we were in that situation where I was like, oh, man, if I was a doctor, I would certainly be leaning towards C-sections. Because it's a way that I know that this baby can come out of this body without, mm-hmm. without, the da- without facing some of the dangers that mm-hmm. in more complicated pregnancies there are. Anyways, so she ended up needing a C-section. He was nine pounds and my wife is like a smaller lady. Mm-hmm. She could fit in my two hands, my wife. this is where you realize everything i've said is a lie (laughs) you go to my instagram there's no babies (laughs) it's just me holding uh tiny figurines in my hands (laughs) no she's small and he was big and so shauna got a (gasps) c-section and i got to be Mama, number one, Baba, I'm Baba, uh, but I got to be first parent to hold him and she, while well, she was being sewn back together, this is an insensitive way to tell the story,
0: but, uh, <laughs> a
3: moment like this, while well, she's like completely uh, cut open, <laughs> completely cut open, but no, she, you know, the, the operation went well. She was healthy and safe, and he was healthy and safe, and he was so beautiful and full of gunk. And
1: (laughs) She said gunk. So I had to tell Sabrina and Amanda about this Instagram page that I was introduced to the other day. Thank you, Angela Trimber. It's called Empowered Birth Project, and basically it's close-ups of vaginas giving birth to babies. So fucking insane. You have to go there. Check it out. Your mind will be blown. I spent an hour just looking at birds. I cannot believe that women go through this. I can't believe that women are capable of doing this, that it even happens at all, and I can't believe that I want to put myself through it, but fuck, guys. Anyway, Empowered Birth Project go. But it's so scary looking. That's not Birth I mean, thing, the yeah. head comes out yeah. and then it looks like you know, you could just I could see it. the head
3: by the way through oh, my wife's oh my God. vagina, oh my God. yeah. Oh my God. I could crazy. see the head there.
1: Oh, and then there's this other one where um they do a, the C section and the baby's still in the sack.
3: Oh wow. Oh, did did you see the guts? No. Okay.
1: Yeah, they take the whole sack out and the baby's still asleep in the sack and breathing water or whatever, amniotic fluid. It's crazy. Then there's a breech birth where the child comes out ass first and its legs are like up by its ears. Oh my God. And it comes out and, and it's stuck. And then suddenly the legs go. And now it's just this body and the head is still in there. Okay. And it looks like. You could just, they're so rough with the babies.
2: I won't be watching this. You these. won't? No. You have I to. I don't want to know. Yeah, it's
3: crazy how gentle we are with babies, but how they they're come so into the existence rough. or into the world with the in the roughest yeah. American Ninja Warrior <laughs> obstacle course. Yes. <laughs> but this process has also made me like, wow, like women have been tricked into doing this all on their own <laughs> and as if it was their idea and their you know this is their duty. your project linda you know with mm-hmm. babies it's like disgusting to think about how little support women have had in the past and how like it's just been like just understood that uh you get through this and i mean obviously i'm painting a picture of like a terrible partner but like <laughs> my friend boyana actually did what you're uh doing which was she <laughs> swiped towards men she's gay Generally, but she swiped towards men and we're like, What a do woman. you mean? On um, Tinder. Apps? On Tinder. Okay. Yeah. And started going on dates and then met a guy and he was down <laughs> and she did it on her own. And so maybe you do need to start going on like, you know, like that. I don't know. It seems like it's working for what you the other way. Her profile? Nothing about it. Yeah.
2: Interesting, but just a way to really meet a bunch of people. Yeah. Mm. Ugh. I know. I it, know.
3: It doesn't sound appealing, but. Um, it might be it seems like part of again what you're doing is you're being selective Mm. so why not give yourself the more choice to select from yeah
1: and you said you got him got ricky tested beforehand
3: that's that was for stds because it could obviously affect shauna and also if someone has i think gonorrhea or chlamydia it could make the baby blind
1: oh my gosh yeah I'm glad you did that. Yeah. I think in the original so story I heard, the... I
3: heard that that it was a sex situation. Mm? That's what I heard. I like that there's rumors about it. I cool. don't know who told me this. Someone sexy. <laughs> Someone <laughs> obsessed with me having sex with Ricky and then passing the sperm on to Shauna, obviously, <laughs> yes. is the way it was told. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, he has sex with me with a condom. I pull the condom out, dump it into Shauna. I yeah. get what the rumors are about, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't blame the rumors. Oh God, yeah, anyway. Can I give you some things to buy before yeah. you do the insemination? Are yeah. you going to do it? I would say this is my one thing that I want to tell your audience and you is before you decide to go to a clinic, might I suggest that you make a little shrine in your bedroom, yeah. make it feel warm and fun, and it's like your personal time get a vibrator there so that you're ready to have an orgasm and and put and try and do it at home just cuz why not cuz i feel like part of the success of this was that was that we she felt open and comfortable yeah. and not stressed and and then the other thing is a syringe like a needle without a needle sterile cups soft cups are these things that are kind of like a diva cup that but they're like one time use uh shana did put that in put a soft cup in to keep the sperm like in the right place next to the cervix so it didn't drip down and um and then the ovulation thing that we got we found the handiest one was the one i think it's first response but it it has a, a smiley face and a blinking smiley face um so it's like clearer you pee on it to see if you're ovulating and it's it's a clearer message of whether you're ovulating or not there's like a digital a blinking uh, smiley face means you are fertile your ovulation is about to come and then your the firm Uh. non-blinking smiley face is you're ovulating
0: Mm.
3: wow so that's kind of the starter pack of like diy make Mm. a baby
1: and did she did you guys measure her body temperature or anything like that
3: we didn't do that because we felt like the the blinking thing yeah it was just a little bit clearer yeah
1: Clear blue i think she
3: did actually she was doing that um but when it came to like to actual yeah
1: but, but my seems like my temperature is different every morning
3: yeah i feel like there's maybe a lot of things that could affect it it's I don't- even
1: been 96.9 up to ni- it's never above 98 but it's like up and down every day
3: everyone's different i burn at 150 degrees every day (laughs) all day since i was a child but that's just part of who i am i should have said that in my description of myself 150 (laughs) jaleese
1: oh thank you so much i'm excited for you it's cool
3: i really like what you're doing
1: me too i'm me too oh my god can you think of anything else amanda
2: no thanks for sharing your story
1: can't wait to see
3: this baby I can't
1: Your, your baby. baby Oh
2: let me show you her My Insta. baby yes for I've sure I've seen your
1: baby But in so the
2: picture. I can to see your yeah. baby Cool
1: Thanks Sabrina Thank you Molly Thanks Sabrina. Oh wait we have to take oh. a picture Thank you Lund oh, you Not we while will. we're
2: rolling Yeah
1: That's the show everybody Love you Sabrina Jalice Love you Amanda Lund Holy <laughs> shit Empowered Birth Project What did I want to tell you In this outro Let's see if I wrote Any notes down Oh, I wanted to thank my new patrons. Thank you so much to my new patrons. What are your names? Hold on, I'll find out. Do-do-do-do. Thank you, James Gilly. Thank you, Rebecca Steingut, and thank you, Brian Renfrew. Here's what I'm gonna do with your money. I've got about $750 that's accrued from Patreon. It's sitting in the Patreon account right now, and I'm going to use it to get STD tests and genetic testing for my two or three potential sperm donors. Yay! I couldn't do it without you Patreon subscribers, so thank you from the very, very bottom of my heart. Don't forget, if you want a sneak peek into who those potential donors might be, you can subscribe to my Patreon account at $2 or more, and hear my conversations with them as I ask them if they are really willing to do this. Email me at spermcast at gmail.com, call me or text me at 323-741-1818, or find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Spermcast. One last thing, if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review. And, yep, I think that's about it. Love you guys. Peace out. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white. Tiny ass with an underbite, I just need
0: sperm.